88.5 triple R. You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire, the show where we celebrate female vocalist, classic and modern Australian and international. Somebody we have representing Australia's most western state, all the way from Fremantle. I have Sweatband here with me. How are you? Hello. Sick. Hey. <laughs> uh, I've got Hannah and Rosemary joining me. Please tell me which parts of the band um, are you involved with? Well, I'm Hannah. I play the drums. Um, Rosemary. Rosie, I'm doing the vocals and we're one half of the band. The other two are down south camping off internet, having a great time. <laughs> we are here to celebrate the release of the Sweat EP, the first rec- official release that you have put together in terms of a compilation, not just a single. How good does it have to, how good does it feel to have that out? Oh, so good. I see. Yeah. I think it's just so nice to like, especially the kind of speed we got it out as well. I find it can be hard to have a backlog of stuff and still kind of feel passionate about it by the time it comes out. Yeah. It's just nice to kind of smash it. I think. (laughs) Absolutely. That is one of the most advantageous parts of having a punk band. Of course, you're able to, um, you know, just uh, write, record and release relatively quickly. How long has the band been together for and um, how long ago did this selection of songs get put together? Um, Yeah, so we've been since, I think, was it December last year? So not very long at all. Um, No, no. Yes, a couple of started jamming and then we formed and within about, two months I think we'd already planned recording the EP it smashed out heaps of six songs and yeah we went straight into it so it was really fun like super fun that whole process and um yeah Hannah can you tell us about the studio because that's like so special. <laughs> yeah yeah I think that was the probably the most fun part about recording we um went down and recorded with one of our good friends uh Alex, he plays in Dennis Cometti and um, a border tortoise, uh, but it's at my parents' old uh, shed down south. So, yeah, it was just awesome. We just got to like we camped out in swags and had a little cute slumber party and yes, yeah, I think yeah, we're probably in the studio for like two days. Um, but yeah, Alex is a a genius in that way, and it's all to tape. So yeah, a couple takes each one. And then you had, of course, the genius, the most prolific master in Australia, Mikey Young, work on the record as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm such a fan of him. Uh, I think pretty much every project, if I get to choose who masters, it's, um, yeah, straight to Mikey Young. He's in my, my favourites contact list. <laughs> now, the record is absolutely incredible. So congratulations on that. There are a bunch of, uh, you know, it's a, it's a punk rock project, but they have this very clear Australiana bent over there, of <laughs> course, in, in uh, Western Australia. I had Cold Heat on a couple of years ago. Um, I'm a fanatic of Dick Lord, but there seems to be a proliferation of these, you know, just incredible incredible punk bands um and, and they're sort of peers of yours what you know what's sort of your inspiration in writing this music is it you know the scene around you or or is it something else i think um 
I think, yeah, I th- to be honest, like probably personally, I think just uh, with, yeah, good old COVID and stuff, um, it was kind of starting to get tricky to have that motivation uh, and passion uh, to keep driving when there's constant so many um, setbacks. So I think when we started this, uh, it was just with the basic idea of uh, it's going to be fun and we'll put that out in the sound as well. And you kind of see that uh, around WA in particular. I think a lot of bands are kind of heading on to that maybe more punk Australiana uh, songwriting style. And, yeah, I just wonder if it comes from that, yeah, frustration of having a tricky past few years. It's interesting. The other part of it is that you've seen a lot of artists go to the grandiose because they haven't had to pull anything off live. Uh, You know, they've put strings and god knows what onto their recordings and now they're sort of working out how you're going to do that live but the punk scene of course has remained as true and honest to itself as it ever could and um that's you know that's a clear example with this ep as well right oh for sure yeah and we've been so like we mentioned before so lucky with the amount of people we've uh, worked with and even from um like the artwork and that's all from uh, local musos, uh, people that play in like New Nausea and uh, yeah, even like the lineups we've had, it's just been really cool to get into that punk scene because we're actually, I don't think any of us are <laughs> actually like from the punk scene musically. We've definitely like gone to a gig or a few, but um, yeah, we definitely stand out in the crowd of uh, black denim with our sports gear. We have yeah. a giggle at that. <laughs> <laughs> The sport element is interesting. The fourth track off this EP <laughs> is called Sport, and it was really the one that converted me from being sort of a um, an observer to a fan. Um, I'm such a big fan of the track, but I thought oh, it yeah, was I thought it was sort of a little bit cynical. But in the way that you're just talking about it now, perhaps one or more of you actually do have are you know big sports fans. Oh, that's that's it. <laughs> Sort of, one of us is a secret massive sport fan, and she's what always like, like oh, "What's this song about me?" Like, be honest. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and that's where we go all our great sport clothes from, and that's why we can, you know, we don't hate sport. You know, one of us really loves it. We will love it um, a bit, yeah. But also definitely <clears throat> tongue in cheek. <laughs> yeah, don't get it, but love it. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it the Dockers over there? What is it over there? What What are you guys in there? Yeah, we got Dockers and Eagles. Got both. Got yeah. both. Yeah. In Sydney, I, well, we don't have any. We're from Fremantle, so. <laughs> is that, wait, what does that mean? That's the Dockers, right? We're the Dockers. Yeah, 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 Strong. Yeah. <laughs> in Sydney, we know very little about uh, about AFL. I'm so sorry. But yeah. Um, oh, no. It's yeah, more yeah, rugby, neither. right? <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Yeah. See, we can talk sport. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing it, guys. We know Something other ball sports. Um, <laughs> in what is almost a perfect segue from that, the fifth track is called Small Town. Is that reflecting on, on, on your experience of Frio? Is that somewhere else? Yeah, I think that's, that is about Frio, but it could really be from any small town. It kind of translates anywhere. But that frustration you get after growing up somewhere and, and been there for about four years and you realize that it's just the same kind of thing and you just get a bit frustrated uh, that's why um yeah frank wrote the lyrics for that one and it was just so funny when she was describing it to us we we're like fuck yeah let's <laughs> that. it was so funny 
<laughs> so yeah, that's a bit of our, our angst song, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I've had a few artists from WA on this program in the last couple of months and, um, you know, WA has felt so disconnected from the rest of Australia the last couple of years, which has had incredibly negative effects, but also incredibly positive effects, particularly in the music industry. Um, I've heard lots of stories of people getting opportunities to play in front of audiences they otherwise may never have had because, you know, personalities would have been going and seeing touring bands and things like that. Um, do you want to talk a little to, you know, your experience, not exclusively to being inside of the sweat band, but just in the creative industries in Western Australia, full stop over the last couple of years? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been an interesting one. <laughs> um yeah and it almost uh kind of does reflect uh even kind of the diyness of you know the ep uh itself obviously it we're so lucky it suits the sound and uh we got to work with amazing people and stuff but it was really just budget yeah it's just been a tricky one uh in general i have i know like myself i have a another project and so does a couple other girls uh in the band and yeah, and I think that just goes back to why Sweat kind of started because, yeah, it has been frustrating. And But I do feel we're kind of at this point now um, in WA where things are opening up. There's all these new cool venues that never existed before and there's, again, like DIY spots. And, yeah, it is kind of heading into this, yeah, I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Like, like it's very community-wise. Kind of- yeah, leaving a bit of a dry zone that we definitely had, but now I think it's feeling a lot more hopeful right now, a lot more opened up like it definitely. was after years. So, yeah, super yeah. excited about that. I mean, and even the- just the thought of, yeah, heading over east or something is, it still sounds quite foreign, but it's just so nice that that's a possibility as well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, you know, I mean, I don't know how to most sensitively touch on this topic, but, you, you know, in the past, WA has such a rich, rich, rich history of um, musicianship and and music throughout the history. And, you know, um, I know that the Triffids are, of course, um, such a big fat band from there. Luke Steele, you know, you've got, um, I think even parts of the drones were from there. To really seriously pursue a career in music, do you have to leave WA still? No, I reckon still. I don't think so. So many like big bands who have just stayed in Frio and haven't moved to Melbourne, <laughs> which is what you do, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, we've got so many examples of like bands who are making it and staying around here. And I think the culture is so strong. Like you've got really good support, really good managers and really good things like that going on. That Yeah, heaps of bands stuck around like San Francisco and that. They're still going strong, stayed in Frio. Yeah, but. And it might be to do with that community thing uh, like Rosemary just said, um, like we do have really good managers and we do have really good, you know, even just pulling a, a lineup together for a gig. But I think it's because if it wasn't like that, it probably just wouldn't work. Because we do have our different, you know, uh, genre-based scenes in Perth. But I definitely, uh, I definitely do think WA is one big scene. And, um, yeah, it's just it feels almost too supportive to leave, I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's no way of getting around it, but you know, I have these conversations on a weekly basis with people, but there is just no way of getting around the fact that it is extraordinarily expensive for a small band to have a crack at an East coast tour. Right. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, um, we do have awesome, uh, grant opportunities in RWA where supported over here by WAM, uh, WA music and yeah, they have awesome grants, but uh, even that, you know, that's a, a mission in itself. Sometimes it seems easier to, yeah, grab a trailer and try and do it yourself. But at the same time, even for us, playing a gig uh, down in Albany can feel as fun as, <laughs> as touring. So Pretty um, far. <laughs> we get practice. Yeah, exactly. If we can do Albany, we can do Adelaide, right? <laughs> But it's been such a joy to have you all. I mean, we have spoken at length about uh, Perth and Western Australia. What um, what bands, aside from yourselves, are we missing out on over here on the East Coast that we haven't, uh, you know, caught on to yet? Well, mate, that is a question. Well, I would hands down say uh, Paranoids. We had them at our EP launch. We're super uh, massive fans of them. Uh, there's also Sooks, we're quite obsessed, very obsessed with them. Man, there's so many. Rosemary, have you got, um, top favourites going at the moment? I can't think, I'm thinking of Last Cocker in my head just because I love their live shows and they're so fun. Um, yeah. For like, yeah, for like fun live shows. Yeah, man, I can't think of it on my head right now. But I guess all we list, all our bands we see are WA bands. It's, it's funny thinking that over East, it'd be a completely different experience of what music is on and stuff like that. I always forget that we're so isolated here. <laughs> like, all our bands <laughs> yeah. are bands. like, oh, right, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you guys have the luxury of... Yeah, uh, Emlyn Johnson as well. We're huge fans. Uh, Emlyn Johnson is a coo- like the funniest guy ever. Like, those are some funny shows. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying. I think you guys have the access to space that we simply don't. You know, the the, the price of space in Sydney is just so extraordinarily expensive that you know putting together a show that doesn't yield a profit is just it's impossible. Whereas those those opportunities exist in Perth, right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I know. Um, talking to uh, friends, uh, particularly in Melbourne, um. Yeah, I th- we feel really blessed, I think. Yeah, and I think it just goes back to that supportive thing. So people at venues uh, have the understanding that they're also going to make a profit over bar and, yeah, and it all works together. So bands don't survive without venues. Venues don't survive without bands. That's right. Hannah and Rosemary, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Um, in the spirit of, I think, I think let's go out with sports. Sport, if that is that okay? Yeah. Um, in the spirit of that, what, what is your favorite sportswear brand? Do you, you know, I know I've seen a bunch of photos of you all done up in the sort of 80s fluoro and things like that. Is there a preferred brand or style? I just got these fantastic because I bought sport clothes for the first time. I got these fantastic shorts. They're Nike. They're very long. And I think they're sweater, sweater style. So sweater I'm going to say Nike. 
Nike? Yeah, Nike? I was going to say, Nike comes in strong because those ticks, those ticks look sick and, like, yeah. some far away, Tick you've got a big tick on you, you're, like, good. And I'm pretty sure that's why Nike's the best brand and we wear a lot of that. Also, it's in op shops everywhere. Another Sponsor reason is like represent that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. To take us out, would you like to give me a short introduction to your single sport, please? You can find us on like uh, Triple J on Earth and um, we're out on uh, Spotify, but our Instagram uh, is kind of where we're at, which is at sweatband with two underscores. Yeah. Uh, that's how you can find us. But uh, yeah, wear sweat. Get ready, get yeah. wet. This is sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people who don't really get it, but yeah, we're represented by this song. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. I mean, I'm just going to stop this.